This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies ed tech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and it helps you assess student performance through actionable real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of different tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com forward slash B-E. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. This is TL Talk Radio, Season 1, Episode 6. Welcome to TL Talk Radio, a regular podcast with Lynn Funy-Hetton and Randy Ziegenfuss, where our goal is to engage you in learning, motivate you to share your work, and inspire you to lead for the change we need in schools for the digital age. I'm Randy Ziegenfuss. And I'm Lynn Funy-Hetton. Hello. How are you, Randy? I am pretty good today. How about you? I am well as well. Thanks. So uh, tonight we have on, on tap to talk about grit and share some ideas about grittiness. Um, with our listeners. So looking forward to the conversation and can't wait to hear how your gritty quiz went. (laughs) Well, I'm interested in this topic too, and I wouldn't consider myself an expert in it. And I hope that this is a topic that we can get some of our listeners engaged and we can learn more about this uh, important topic, why it's important, not only for our students, but also since this is a podcast that's focused on leadership, why should we be gritty leaders? Absolutely. So Angela Duckworth defined grit as perseverance and sustained interest in long-term goals. Uh, Tonight, we're going to talk about three big ideas. What is grit? How gritty are you? And how can you develop grit as a leader? So the first big idea is that question, what is grit? And if we look uh, in some of the things that have been written about grit by these experts, like you mentioned, Angela Duckworth, and then there's Carol Dweck, too. But in Duckworth, Peterson, Matthews, and Kelly from 2007, we have this definition for grit. And as I read this, listen to some, what are some of the key words? What are some of the strong words that pop out to you? So here we go. Grit entails working strenuously towards challenges, maintaining effort and interest over years despite failure adversity, and plateaus in progress. The gritty individual approaches achievement as a marathon. His or her advantage is stamina. So that's actually kind of exciting, not only to read that, but to listen to it and to hear some of those really pretty powerful words, uh, things like working strenuously, you know, not something that comes easy. Mm -hmm. And I think that in in a lot of our uh, schools today, a lot of our coursework, you know, we have that word rigor, you know, there's not, there's not a whole lot of strain that we put our, our students under. And, and sometimes I guess there are courses where there's, you know, a lot of strain and stress and things like that. So we have working strenuously towards challenges, uh, maintaining effort and interest. Here's a key piece over years, despite failure. So failure is a key thing, a key piece and aspect of this. And how do you keep, uh, being persistent? to overcome uh, the barriers that are keeping you from succeeding and, and you know, having you encounter those, those moments of failure. 
um, approaches achievement as a marathon, okay, as opposed to a sprint. I see those two things as as sort of opposites. We got marathon and sprint, something that's long and you have to be somewhat calculated to make sure that you get to the finish line. And then lastly, this idea of stamina. You know, if you're going to run a marathon, what's the one thing you have to have? You have to have the stamina and the ability to get to the finish line. So, you know, you made a couple of connections to classrooms and, you know, we think about PA core and the increased complexity and increased rigor and we think about higher level SAMR model and we think about um, more complex tasks when we look at webs and all of these ideas where we want teachers to focus their their um, instruction and assessment around these higher level ideas have the potential to um, help students develop grit. And if we really want teachers to do, to do that well and provide those opportunities for learning and long-term experiences with failures along the way to refine and revise and improve a product, we need teachers to understand this idea of grit. And we need our leaders to understand this idea of grit um, to provide support along the way and encourage students to get to those, those higher level activities. So tell us uh, a little bit about this uh, grit quiz that okay. you're proposing here. <laughs> okay, so this, this summer, um, as part of our summer academy, I led a book discussion about uh, fostering grit in our students. I think the book was called, and it was one of those ASCD A-R-A-I-A-S books. <laughs> I don't really know exactly how to pronounce that, but it was one of those short books, and it got me interested, and um, it led me to look at some of the other topics, uh, Dweck's uh, TED Talk and um, some other resources. And one of the things I came across is this grit scale that Duckworth created. And um, for those of you who might be interested, uh, we have a link in Alernist, which is also going to be on our show notes, and um, a link in the show notes for this actual quiz. So you can take a quiz to determine your own grittiness, and there are um, various number of questions. One has 10 and one has 12 questions, I believe. And um, I took the quiz just to see where I was. And Randy, you took the quiz too, <laughs> right? Yep, I did. <laughs> so how did you do? So um, I I think five, it said five was, you know, very gritty, I think. Let's see, what was the exact way that they described it? Um, five was sort of extremely gritty, as gritty as one could get, I suppose. And one was not at all gritty. So um, where do you think I was? Not at all gritty, right? Well, no, I think I think you're <laughs> I think you're pretty visionary and you're you're diligent and hard worker. So I was when I was answering those questions, I could could see myself and see you answering those questions and how you would mark them. So I'm definitely going with you're on the higher end. You're you're looking towards sustained um, effort to reach long term goals, and you're diligent to do that and. You don't get easily sidetracked. Once you get started on something, you you kind of dig your heels in. So I'm going to the higher end. Yeah, I, I am. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a five. I'm not like extremely gritty. But I, I came out. I did the the one that was on paper and and figured out did all the math and stuff. So I was a four point one six. So um, you know, fairly gritty. And there were some things that I that I felt like I really connected to. Um, for example, uh, I have difficulty maintaining focus on projects that take more than a few months to complete. I said, not like that, not like that at all. Um, and, and I got five points for that because apparently people who have no grit <laughs> find that very challenging. Um, mm -hmm. things, things that were more on the positive end for me, um, I finish whatever I begin. And even if it takes me years 
And the perfect example is this podcast. <laughs> um, it's taken numerous years since I started, you know, gathering equipment and learning how to use it. And, you know, there have been failures. And, you know, we, we actually started this once and it, it sort of petered out. And, you know, life has other challenges and the job has other things that take precedence. And so you deal with those things and, you know, this summer was another one of those, you know, I suppose I demonstrated extreme grit when I said, this is what we're going to do this summer. And, uh, we've, uh, brought it to fruition and this is now our sixth episode. So, you know, that's an example of, I finished whatever I began, even if it took us a couple of years, I finished it. Um, I have achieved a goal that took years of work. Um, you know, I, the first thing that came to my mind was a dissertation, you know, certainly. Mm, uh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> that's, that, you know, was going into that, that was sort of like uh, one of my life goals to be able to um, go th- just say that I went through that process, but also to experience the learning that goes through that process. And, you know, you're going through that now. And if you go back to that definition, uh that I read earlier too, you know, those plateaus and those failures and um, how do you overcome those and push through those and uh, get to the finish line. And it is something that takes a long time. So there were, there were a number of things uh, in the survey that, you know, I connected to in terms of, uh, you know, being somewhat of a gritty person. So how about you? Where did you fall? So I took it online and I didn't have to do the math. Um, It was actually through the site and I put it in the learner so people can take it. So I'm thinking it rounded mine up to a five. There was, I don't think there were any decimal points involved. You just got a one, two, three, four or five. Uh, And many of my answers were fives, but I didn't have, I didn't have all fives. Um, I thought it was interesting that the quiz asks some of the same questions or, or very similar questions. Um, I think one was, how diligent are you? And another one was, are you a hard worker? And I was kind of trying to get the idea of what, what's the variation between those mm-hmm. two. Um, but I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed kind of thinking about it and reflecting on it. And I think in our roles that what we have done has taken time you know, nothing in this sort of central office role is, is fast. You know, it's, it takes time. Curriculum changes take time. And, and um, you know, involving a lot of people takes, takes time. So we're certainly sticking with it. I can't really think of anything at work that I kind of tossed aside or even anything at home. I mean, I'm really excited to get this dissertation underway um, because it is, it is rigorous and does require this dedication, thinking back into that um, marathon achievement, <laughs> the stamina, the stamina to keep going and um, go for the long-term marathon instead of that sprint. Yeah, so that's, that's sort of, you know, the personal level of grit. So let's look at the more broader picture in terms of grit from the leadership perspective. And I think that this is a really important uh, concept, I think, for leaders to reflect on and think about because we're really in a system that um, I don't think values those long-term things. Um, it seems like, 
you know, every year we're moving the target on something or we're being asked to do something at the last minute. For example, you know, we in Pennsylvania, we have these SLOs that we're starting for this first year and we just get an email that says, oh, well, by the way, you know, if you don't have enough students, you might try doing this. Well, you know, nobody ever thought about that. And do we have those teachers that fall into that? So, you know, how do we get this momentum going for long-term sustained projects when we have a system and it's so politicized and we're constantly being thrown, uh, we're constantly having things thrown at us that take us off of that uh, long-term vision and that, you know, sort of that marathon and it becomes, everything becomes a sprint and it always becomes a sprint in a different direction. So I think this idea of grit is really important for leaders to embrace and how do we uh, not only create the opportunities for our students, but how do we create the opportunities in our schools for our teachers to develop grit? Because they're on the front lines dealing with a lot of these um these sort of thoughtless uh, initiatives that come down from policymakers, and and how do we as leaders create the culture uh, within our schools, within our districts, so that we can um, build up this grit in our in our teachers uh, and our students to to uh, push forward towards whatever the organization's long term vision is, and not give up on that, and know that we're going to be thrown some barriers, uh, maybe even by ourselves, throwing some un- unwittingly throwing barriers in front of ourselves. But how do we uh, push forward with that? And so, you know, as leaders, I think, first of all, we have to have a vision that sets the bar high, that sort of uh, mandates that idea of that we're running a marathon and not a sprint here. Uh, it's not going to change tomorrow. And how do, as leaders, how do we buffer our students and our teachers from those changes uh, that are that are being thrown at us that sort of go against this idea of grit. Um, And how do we scaffold that process? How do we make sure that our teachers are successful? How do we provide little increments in which they can practice uh, and develop uh, their grit and and our fellow leaders as well? Um, And how do we allow for failure? Failure is okay. Um, Fail often, fail frequently, and just pick yourself up and move forward and, you know, keep moving towards that goal. And it's, you know, probably a long range goal. It's going to be like running a marathon. Uh, but be sure that you set some sort of goal that you have uh, to move forward towards. And uh, I think if we keep those things in mind, uh, we can begin to develop uh, grit in ourselves and model that for our teachers. And also, if we're working with other leaders within the organization, uh, building their grit too. And when we have a bunch of gritty people, um, that's when you bring about transformation and that's when you bring about change. Um, because if people don't have grit, you go back to that quiz, you know, uh, you're interested in a different thing each month, you know, then you're not really focused on anything. And that seems to be sort of what our state departments and, and policymakers are like too. And how do we as leaders buffer our, our schools, our students, and our teachers, uh, from that. So I think this topic of grit is really important for leaders to think about. So while you were talking, you made me think about a post that is on the Learnist, actually, so people can go read it. But um, it's on the it's on Jack Malcolm's Practical Eloquence blog. And he talks about failures and reframing f- failures and plateaus and um, equates it to 
the road to mastery is like the stock of a good company dips and plateaus along the way. And hopefully you get that long-term climb. And if it feels like we stagnate, sometimes that's because there is improvement happening um, at different rates. So different pieces of a project or different pieces of what we're doing sort of come together at a different time until you have that whole product coming together at the end. So that's a really interesting blog post. And um, I'll, he gives I'll, you some additional ideas. So, so check it out. Yeah, definitely. We'll put that in the show notes. So we'll link that as well. So, you know, we, you gave some ideas about how to um, cultivate this. And I was thinking about, as you were talking, some examples. And, you know, how are we, are we doing this and how are we doing this? And I came up with two examples. Um, one, connecting to last, last week's podcast topic about the curriculum review template. Mm-hmm. Was that last week? Mm-hmm. Um, the idea that for curriculum design for us now, it's become a more of a marathon. We're not, we're not doing a quick, a quick sprint. We're not, you know, writing it to get it finished. Um, instead, it's going to be a long-term project, a work in progress, requiring you know, diverse skills and you know, there are opportunities for mistakes along the way and you know, this is a long-term goal of having a quality curriculum aligned to our uh, required state standards but also to a higher standard um, embedding some of the the higher level thinking the webs um, levels threes and fours activities and, and higher and the SAMR continuum so you know that sort of revision process will be the marathon and then the other the other example that we haven't talked about is uh, we have this group of teachers in our district who are starting this year to create online courses. Um, our teachers are rather skilled with blended instruction. Uh, we've had one-to-one delivery, um, one-to-one laptop initiative in grades 6 through 12 for three years. So they've started with a blended instruction. But the idea of a completely online course is, is new for us. And again, it's going to require diverse skills and, and um, teachers are going to need the opportunity to make mistakes as they write their course, as they look for resources, as they think about what's different for online learners than um, blended learners or face-to-face learners. And, you know, we're going to have to provide that support. We're going to set the bar high that we're going to take the time that we need to to do this. We're going to scaffold the process and provide what what people need. And, and we're going to have mistakes along the way and, you know, recognizing that there isn't one way to do this. And, you know, we're going to work together and, and run that marathon so that at the end we have that high quality stock, which in this case is our curriculum or, or our coursework for our online learners. And I think that idea of failure too, and, and, you know, I know that sounds like it sort of raises the hair on your neck when you hear that word, but, you know, trying something and having it not succeed is okay. And as leaders, how do we make the space uh, for that to happen? And I know one of the things that we're experiencing right now is we did this refresh. We're now in our fourth year. We've gone K-12 one-to-one, and we've experienced you know, starting over the summer, some challenges in the technical side of things. And, um, you know, we've had a couple, I would say, failures in that area. And, you know, how do we pick ourselves back up? And, you know, as a leader, how do I see myself like working with the technology department and trying to get them to not only keep their spirits high, but see that this is a marathon, that we're going to get through this, that we're going to work through these problems and challenges and um, basically trying to develop in them (laughs) some grit, you know, from this conversation. I think that's one of the things that I've uh, taken away today. So Lynn has put together, uh, as she mentioned earlier, 
uh, a whole online sort of little mini course uh, on Alernist. We'll link it in the show notes. And so if this is a topic that interests you, please check out check out those resources. And uh, now it's time to hear from you in every episode that we've done so far, six, we've left you with a few questions that we hope to engage you in some conversation. So this week's questions are, how gritty are you? Uh, you'll see in the show notes, there'll be links to some of those quizzes, the online one uh, and the paper one. So Take a few minutes and see, you know, where do you fall on the on the grit continuum of a one through a five? And uh, since this is a leadership podcast, so how, as a leader, do you build that grittiness amongst your fellow leaders, amongst the teachers that you work with, and amongst your students? So visit our blog. Our blog is tltalkradio.org and leave a comment uh, in the show notes if you have some uh, thoughts on those questions, or you can leave a voicemail by clicking on the red button or the send voicemail on the right-hand side. Or if you're using Twitter, you can tag TL Talk Radio. And uh, we'd love to hear from you and share your ideas and learn from you as well. Uh, we will have show notes uh, on the blog, tltalkradio.org. And uh, we've mentioned a number of things today, so you'll see lots of those links that you can reference and learn a little bit more from that. Uh, we're always open to questions and suggestions for future episodes. Uh, so you can uh, leave us a message on Twitter with the hashtag, as we mentioned earlier, TL Talk Radio, or you can click on that red send voicemail button. Uh, we're also on iTunes, and so you can find us on iTunes. You can subscribe to us and receive the uh, regular episodes automatically as they get published. And if you would like, you can also leave us a review. We would really appreciate that. That would be great. We need some reviews. <laughs> We're just in our infancy. We're trying things out. We'll see how things go. So uh, we appreciate uh, all the listeners that we have. And uh, we look forward to next week when we'll be talking about one-to-one computing and specifically uh, what should schools and school leaders be communicating to parents when you send home a school-issued technology device. And we are going to be having a uh, parent uh, provide some insight from her perspective as well. So we're looking forward to that next episode. I think that's it for this week. So uh, have a great week and we'll see you again next week. Have a great week. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, and improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com forward slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all of these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.